0: We are the lab doctors. I'm Amanda. I'm Dorothy.
1: And I'm Zhao Yong.
0: We are biomedical researchers who realized we still have a lot to learn about science.
1: So, why not join us on this quest?
0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the lab
2: doctors podcast. So, today we're going to be talking about stitches, specifically the stitches that you get after running. <laughs> yes, not All ex- exercising. When I googled Stitch, mm-hmm. it came out like Lilo, Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I <laughs> was like, I was just thinking about you know the stitches that you get when you have an open Oh, room. oh right, right, right. you got those stitches? So. The one where yeah. you have to be sewn
0: back. Oh yeah. no. Oh same. I, I have also. Anyway, so the definition of a stitch, it says an abdominal pain related to exercise. A stitch is a sharp, stabbing pain just under the ribcage. It strikes when exercising and is twice as likely to occur on the right side of the body as the left. The condition is more scientifically referred to as exercise-related transient abdominal pain, E-T-A-P in short. Should I call it E tap? <laughs> I mean it's shorter. It's also called a side ache, side cram or muscle stitch. <laughs> it's a stitch. They just need to make it sound more profound. So that when, no, so that when you Google you don't get it low and stitch. Oh, <laughs> oh, right. Okay. So okay, you Google E T A P. <laughs> yeah.
1: E tap. Oh, I'm gonna call that E tap from now on. E-tap. Getting an E tap. <laughs> will be like, where's your instinct card reader?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Such okay. niche jokes yeah. this episode. So first, I will just present to you a few findings from this paper from the Medicine and Science in Sports and Exercise Journal.
1: Oh, messy. <laughs> Medicine and Science, Sports and Exercise, messy.
0: It's more like... MSSE? Missus see. okay anyway cutting
1: it off
0: <laughs> so I'm only going to reference one paper because <laughs> while science can explain many things this is one of the things that's not well studied and honestly though because when I did a part message right only the ninth paper was the one that was talking about the real stitch <laughs> <laughs> everything else was like a stitch in science or something <laughs> Oh my gosh, Uh, it's scientists trying to be cute with their titles. Yeah, trying to be cool. So actually, yeah, it's really not well studied. And I'm guessing because it's so transient and I I don't know if it's very difficult to study. Anyway, so in this study, they assessed almost a thousand people over six sports. These sports include swimming, running, cycling, aerobics, basketball and horse riding. Wow. I
1: didn't know you can get stitches while swimming.
0: Mm. So that's one finding. Okay. So from the people who answer these questions, right? Basically, they found that (laughs) ETAP was found more commonly in running, swimming, horse riding and less common in cycling. So apparently, yeah, people do get from swimming and we'll go a bit into that later. Okay. And if you split the torso into nine parts, so just below like your chest to like your pelvic area I think you just split it into nine squares like take that though right they find that 58% experienced it in the middle right chamber which is your right lumbar yes which if you still don't understand, it's like around the, near the end of your rib cage on mm. the right. Yep. And 43% in the left lumbar. Mm. So it's just the mirror image of the right. Yeah. yeah. So these percentages are not additive because people report more than one location of this ETAP in all nine parts of this tic And 62% of people always claim that they experience the stitch in the same position. And it causes 72% of them to reduce exercise intensity and 12% of them to stop. 38% of them claim that ETAP was Totally gone within two minutes of stopping their exercise. 59% fifty-nine like <laughs> experienced ETAP any time during their exercise, while 20% of them said it usually happens at the start and 21% after exercising for a long time. Eating and drinking before exercise provoked the stitch by 52 and 38% respectively. And those who ate before exercise were found to be like more inclined to have pain in the umbilical region, which is the middle of your tic-tac-toe.
1: Umbilicus.
0: Belly button? Yes, the umbilical region. And they also said that if they take in more high sugar content substances, it would more likely promote stitch. Also, stitch is more likely to happen during high-intensity exercises or competitions. Mm or because of lack of warm-up or exercising in a cold condition. And for treatment itself, 31% of them found that pushing on the pain spot helped release the pain. But those who had very severe pain found that deep breathing and bending forward helped. And one more thing that is new to me is called the shoulder tip pain. STP for short, if you want to Google. <laughs> and they said that... Uh, the study found that 34% of participants claim to experience shoulder pain when they are exercising and some of them might be related to the stitch. Huh, okay. So that's interesting because I've never experienced, I, or rather I don't remember experiencing shoulder pain or like linking it to a stitch.
1: I don't know. I'm kind of experiencing that now, but I'm not exercising, so <laughs> I don't know. I think that's I know, it's unrelated that's probably. I H. <laughs> yeah.
2: H I don't know. Okay. So I don't know if y'all run with I. Some usually I will run with my phone, and the hand holding the phone usually gets tired, and then I get shoulder pain, but oh. not to do with a stitch, you know. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Wouldn't you
0: swap your hands though Like I swap I, the phone. I, I I swap it when I
2: feel the pain. Oh. I guess you know. But it's I always thought it's because I'm not really. Sweet properly with that hand because I'm holding my phone.
0: Okay so why don't we share like have y'all gotten stitch and like do you realize any trend in it or why do you think it happens?
1: So I don't know how true this is but then like I always heard the if you drink water right before you exercise then there's an increased chance of you getting stitched or like if you're in the middle and then you drink too much you can get a stitch or something. So, like
0: in the middle of exercise? and Yeah, you yeah. so
1: like let's say you are Mm. in the middle of a set or like you're running and halfway you, you decide to stop to drink water and then like continue your run yeah yeah. then there's an increased likelihood of you getting a stitch I don't know does it like, happen to you? yeah but I don't know if it's placebo effect mm. and then the other thing is also um when you exercise and you don't breathe in a regular, regular fashion then you would also get a stitch then how to cure it is to breathe regularly mm. after yeah, that
2: yeah
0: those are things I've heard as
2: well yeah mm. I, I think the eating slash Drinking one is a legit thing because every time I eat or drink before a workout, I will get stitches. Uh-huh. But usually, I think I mostly get it when I'm running, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, swimming. Agree. Have uh, you ever gotten from- it? I've never
1: gotten it. Depends on how hard you yeah, push yourself while you push
2: through, swimming. True, true, true. I've never gotten it while swimming. Yeah, I've never. But I was just thinking about our high intensity workouts. I don't think I've gotten it then either.
1: I don't know. Maybe the
2: most obvious ones
0: is always when I'm running. Cause, yeah, yeah, same.
1: I think the duration is longer. That's why. I, I, maybe. Oh. I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, and you don't really rest when you run. Mm. Compared to like those HIIT, you
1: would have breaks in between.
0: Mm. Mm. Interval training. <laughs>
1: yeah, high intensity interval training.
2: The regions are totally on point, though, like the left and right lower yeah. regions. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. yes, that's exactly where I get the stitch. So. Yeah. It's just
0: sometimes I get it quite high, like just below the chest sometimes like in between your ribcage bones
1: yeah I have that now, now. it's happening
0: psychological
1: <laughs> mm, maybe
0: yeah <laughs> okay so today's podcast is to like explain why mm. it just happened. so any theories do you have is the do you have any theories spasming
2: right
1: I think it's the diaphragm being like, oh, y'all can't see. Shaking too like, hard, yeah, vibrating or like vibrate, too much. Or, or like uh, maybe one side is more worked over the other side, something like that. Okay, maybe so like the so. Uh-huh.
2: diaphragm is that piece of membrane, muscle, mm. muscle that is just below your ribcage, ribcage that
1: separates the thoracic cavity from the rest of the abdomen, yeah. abdominal cavity. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, and it's
0: involved in breathing. Mm.
2: Yes. I think it's just the muscle spasming, but... Which muscles, though? The
0: abdominal muscles. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the thing is, there's no agreed, like... That's why it's fun today because we're just going to like throw out all the theories that are out there and then we'll see which one we're the most convinced by. (laughs) Yes, I'm ready. Okay, so theory number one. Running on a full stomach may jolt the ligaments supporting the abdominal organs. So these ligaments include the gastrophrenic ligament, which is the one that holds your stomach to the diaphragm, the leonophrenic ligament that connects the thoracic diaphragm, and the spleen and your coronary ligaments which connects to many parts but includes the liver. So all these are in your abdomen and I hope if any doctor listens to this like please don't blame me because I had to google what these ligaments are and I just interpret from the images Mm -hmm. but they might not be that accurate. Yeah, so these joltings of the ligaments that are supporting the abdominal organs would strain the diaphragm. Reasons for and against this theory is that stitches are also common in swimmers where there is no vertical jolting. Mm. So this is what like one of the papers said. Mm. But then again, for this argument, there is the therapeutic effect of wearing a supportive belt to prevent stitches or if you hang upside down, which I don't know who hangs <laughs> upside down.
1: oh would you hang upside down in the middle of a run? I don't understand. I
0: do not know. Or maybe like if you're doing aerobics, which is one of uh, the like, exercises. Uh, Oh Okay, then theory number two is ischemia in the diaphragm. So ischemia basically is like uh, not enough oxygen and blood going to your Mm. organ. So in this theory, they say that increased heart rate during exercises forces blood into the spleen and the liver, causing them to swell. And this would restrict the blood flow to the limbs and the diaphragm, causing stitch. So given that the liver is more towards the right side of the body, explain why stitches are more commonly experienced on the right. However, given that usually the muscle group you exercise with is being suppressed with more blood and oxygen and you instead deprive other organs of these blood and oxygen it's unlikely that the diaphragm is not getting enough blood and oxygen
1: yeah that was what i was gonna say like if you're exercising technically the body would prioritize muscles that require blood and oxygen Yeah. Yeah, yeah So, so it doesn't really make sense to me that the diaphragm wouldn't receive it
0: yeah okay moving on theory number three Muscle cramps. This one, many things at the abdomen. As twenty seven percent of the participants from this study described stitch as a cramping feeling. Mm-hmm. To me, it's usually mm-hmm. a sharp, like pulling. Not really cramp, like dull cramp, but like a sharp pull. For me,
1: it varies. So initially, it will be cramping, and then if I don't do anything to kind of address it, like breathe regularly or whatever, mm. then it might escalate to the sharp. Mm. Yeah. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Theory number four. So the peritoneum is a membrane that surrounds your abdominal organs. Right. Okay, so for those who don't know, like there is a peritoneal area at your stomach area or yeah. something like that, around there. So the peritoneum has two folds. The visceral fold is the inner layer, which wraps around your organs, while the parietal fold is the outer layer and attaches to the abdominal and pelvic walls. So in this theory, it says that the peritoneal membranes, the two folds, right, would get irritated when there is friction or rubbing between the two layers. And the amount of friction can be affected by number one, the expansion of the stomach or other digestive organs. So in this case, usually after a meal or drinking water. And number two, the quantity and nature of the peritoneal fluid, which could be affected by the different types of food and drink you take. And a low amount of irritation could manifest like a muscle cramp, while a more severe Severe irritation could be like a sharp stabbing pain. So that's theory number four. And finally, theory number five. Spine problems or mechanical compression of the thoracic intercostal nerves may cause a stitch. So basically, it's like, I don't know if you're saying like your spine's not good. But like because you're moving, you're running, that kind of thing there might be compression on your nerves within your thorax region and that may cause a stitch.
2: Hmm. I'm not really convinced by the fifth one.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, so which are you more towards?
1: I'm just surprised there aren't many that about breathing.
0: Right? (laughs) Oh! Yeah. Hmm.
1: Because if regular breathing can help.
2: But do you think regular breathing is just helping the oxygen distribution? Oh, in terms of you're getting more oxygen. I mean if it's the so ischemia. If it's the ischemia. And- it's the ischemia mm. I mean like I, I feel like that is somewhat related to deep inspiration yeah. of
1: air. Why I'm not convinced by the nervous system one is cause then swimming. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense oh. why you would get it in swimming because you're not
2: Exerting the spine. Exactly. Yeah. That, that much, that much. Yeah, like because like you're this, in water.
1: Yeah, there's not much impact. You're in water. Yeah. That's true. So, Which is
2: why it's good for people with back problems. Oh yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So we've eliminated the fifth one. Mm-hmm. I say we, like we're the, we're the, the people. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, oh, what our decision is, is what stitches, what causes stitches. We're just
1: not convinced. We're not, yeah, convinced, okay, by, not convinced by the thing. Yeah, I mean,
2: this whole thing is just what we're convinced by because yeah. clearly people have not agreed either, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. How about theory three, the muscle cramps? It's just a very short theory. That- I feel like that's not well
2: um, but that was elucidated your- <laughs> enough. I oh, yeah. Like that, that's mine, but it doesn't really explain the biological yeah, not things much. that we'll cause it. You know, it's just like what I said and I can just say it, you know? So
0: yeah. I feel like
2: that's not enough to go on. So Maybe I'm it's not true,
0: but like it's the other things that are leading to this muscle cramp that is not explained.
2: Yeah, you, you didn't tell me why the muscle cramps cause the stitches or why the muscle cramps even occur. So there's no physiological basis of yeah. what's happening. So I'm a bit... It's a bit difficult for me to say I completely agree with it because there's no theory actually being explained, you know?
1: So for the muscle cramp one, um, the parts that convinced me is that the things that kind of prevent stitches, so like, I mean, uh, (laughs) E-taps. The things that prevent E-taps are kind of similar to the things that prevent muscle cramping. Yeah. So like warming up properly, breathing properly,
2: Ah. all these things. And the like, um, what's it? (laughs) Uh, yeah, The bending
1: The stretching Yeah the stretching mm-hmm. But why I'm not fully convinced by it Is that for cramps that I experience Like let's say on my leg If I don't stretch it out It's gonna be there for quite a while Like it doesn't really It's like resolve. different
0: from stitches Yeah cramp? it doesn't
1: resolve by itself mm. And I need to do some form of like stretch To I don't know Reset the muscles I <laughs> mm. I But I feel like
2: stitches this? don't always
0: feel like cramps as well Exactly
1: yeah, yeah. So, so that's why I'm not entirely convinced as well
0: mm. Okay what's number four sorry Thank <laughs> you. Number four is the peritoneum rubbing each other. Uh, the two
1: folds. That's the one that I've heard before. Oh, really? That people, it's new to me. Yeah, that people talk about like, that's why when you drink water, something like you are kind of causing the lining to be more pushed. Because of the expansion are, of, your of your organs. Stomach, and, yeah, and yeah. your organs. And that's why like, there's more frequency of it rubbing against each other. But when I first heard it, I wasn't even convinced. Actually, I'm still not convinced by that. I'm now, not so. really
2: convinced by it as well, but I just yeah. don't understand how the peritoneum and the visceral and parietal folds work. So is yeah, that why exactly. I'm not convinced? Like maybe Same. I need to read a paper.
0: Same. Yeah, yeah. It's just two folds that are like near each other, and then if there's rubbing, and then I don't understand how the rubbing would affect the pain. The yeah, like of so, what is being pain? Like the membrane, yeah, what, the yes. th- the two folds, or True. is it like what your is
1: being pain? Yeah, what is hurting? Yeah, what is
0: hurting? Like, oh, is there muscle in between? Like, what's yeah, yeah. and is the nerves like connected to the muscle? But,
1: and the thing about it is, then how does? warming up or breathing deeply or all these other things mm. so this one is it. more
0: of like don't eat or drink uh, Yeah, are yeah, 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 the yeah.
1: actually maybe it's just all of them
0: yeah maybe it's
1: honestly it's just all of them I'm not surprised
0: if it's different yeah. all of them can be valid for different like yeah.
1: causes yeah it can be like the common cold yes. there's just a lot of viruses that actually cause the common cold it's just all of them cause the same symptoms yeah
0: yeah. okay so second one is ischemia right yeah. yes so I'm kind of convinced by ischemia because while you know when we say like okay yes blood should be supplied more to your diaphragm mm. during exercise but I was thinking because personally most of the time I get stitches towards the end of my run so I feel like you know sometimes you run too long you you get like how your legs and arms can get lactic acid build up and that's when like not enough blood is being supplied right?
1: uh yeah, not, enough not enough oxygen like the blood carrying capacity is, is maximised yeah
0: something like that so I do agree like maybe when you run long enough or you exercise long enough then There might not be enough blood that is supplied to the diaphragm and therefore you have ischemia at the diaphragm.
1: Mm. Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I'm quite convinced by that. And the first theory was the jolting of the ligaments.
1: I don't even understand what that means.
0: No, actually, I'm quite convinced with this one. Cause okay. personally, I will try to like, when I run, right, I'll try not to bounce so much.
1: Okay, I do agree that bouncing is kind of not comfortable.
0: When you have stitches?
1: As in, when I run. Oh. Yeah, so, so I do get that. It's
0: no, like naturally, just- you will like, when you swing your arms and everything, you will be like a bit bouncy, but Mm. I'll try to like run (laughs) without bouncing so much so that I prevent getting stitches. And after I get the stitch, right, definitely when I'm bouncing too much, it's pain. It's even more painful. Mm. So I feel like I'm convinced by that. And especially after a meal, right, or if you have water in your stomach, I just feel like all these pull on your diaphragm and all these ligaments. And then that's why it causes the pain at that region. Okay. And personally for me, because it's always like, Slightly above the stomach, like at the ribcage area more than the stomach or the pelvic area. Yeah. So I think it's like kind of that kind of when your stomach is full uh-huh. and then it's being pulled on when you're running compared to swimming. Okay. Oh my gosh. Actually, I was just thinking, could everybody be experiencing different
2: things and calling it stitches? And that's oh why there's God, five yeah. different things that people it's are like, like, oh yes, this is what causes stitches. But actually we're color
1: not. It's not your blue colour again.
2: Yeah. Do you think... It's so vague. I mean, stitches is very vague, you know? Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's true. What is (laughs) stitches? I gave the definition. I know, I know, I know, know, but (laughs) what really is stitches?
1: Well, the one stitch that I do know that is like the same for everyone is Lilo and (laughs) stitches.
0: Wow. Full circle. So yeah. Don't exercise too hard again is our summary.
1: <laughs> you should still exercise. Just I guess
0: don't over drink or eat before you oh, exercise. Oh yeah, that definitely works for me. Yeah.
1: Same. Yeah
0: but you still have to make sure you're hydrated like Mm. before maybe I'll I'll drink like one or two hours before
1: same 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 Mm. yeah that's what I do
0: and if you really need to drink please do and stop your exercise there needs to be more studies done on how to prevent it how to deal Mm. with it and I I mean I I didn't go so much into how to deal with it but I think there are some studies that are being done but it's just so not enough I feel
1: yeah honestly (laughs) I feel like During a zombie apocalypse, when I'm running from a zombie, (laughs) the stitch is what is gonna get me. Oh yeah, yeah. it's just gonna be like, oh yeah, that's it. Okay, eat me. Like, (laughs) what what can I do? Outrun a a thing that?
0: Yes, the pull through
2: zombies walk.
1: Well, it really depends on your theory of like how zombies (laughs) walk. But like, yeah, let's not go into that. (laughs) And as usual, <laughs> follow us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel. A like and a comment would help us out.
0: You can also follow us on our social media, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook and feel free to DM us any questions. Alternatively, you can email us at
2: thelabdoctors@gmail.com. We'll link all the articles in the episode description and please share it with your friends and family. Thank you. Thank you.
1: So honestly, right, like zombie movies are not very responsible. I don't get how zombies move when they're just bones. How do they move? Are they There's no bones? muscle. Like there are some, it's like, oh, the muscle is like rotted away already and they can still walk that doesn't make sense there's I nothing only moving bones, the muscle but
2: there's skin right yeah
1: yeah, yeah but like you know as time decay, goes on skin. they decay oh. and then like their muscles die Oh yeah, and then how the do bone. they walk how can they even run and then the whole like sometimes you know in World War Z when they climb over the wall and then they fall down like 1000 like km or something and then they but just smash the on the wall and then they stand up and then they just like crack 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 and then they <laughs> can <laughs> continue running again. And I'm like oh, your bones are shattered at that point there's no way you can uh, they uh,
0: just cracked it back in the position <laughs> no but it should be shattered
1: you know it should be like there's Mm. no way for it unless they have like
2: but that's the point they are zombies zombie physiology is different from human physiology that's what I'll
1: say we can
0: talk about zombie physiology one day
1: no bye